This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. So today we are going to talk about how we behave and the control that we have over our behavior. And so um, let's. I want you to think about this. So every day you get to decide how you behave, right? So you can be classy or you can be trashy. And I want you to really think about that as I kind of talk to you today because there's a big difference between being classy and being trashy, but you are in full control of how you behave and how you act around other people. And I really, really think it's important for us to think about this because a lot of the time when we are interacting with people, we react to the way that they treat us. So if you have someone who is talking to you a specific way or behaving a certain way towards you, then your behavior a lot of the times is going to reflect or kind of be a reaction to how they treated you first. Well, I'm here to tell you that's probably not a great way to operate. If your behavior is always in a reaction to someone else's behavior, then you're letting them dictate your behavior. You're letting them control you and control how you act. And I am not a fan of anyone else controlling me. I am very much a control freak when it comes to my behavior because the idea of embarrassing myself or acting in a way that later I regret, that is awful. That sounds awful to me because I I like being in full control of myself to the best of the ability, to the best of my ability. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to do things to embarrass myself, but I'd like to reduce the possibility of that. You know, anything that's going to make me have less self-control, I try to avoid that. Um, And so I want to encourage you to think about that because a lot of the times when I talk to people about, you know, conflict with other people, whether it's someone they're in a relationship with or their family members or whatever, any kind of interaction, a lot of the times the story revolves around what that other person did to them. And well, they said this, and they treated me like this. And when they did this, I did this. And pretty, pretty often, the way that people conduct themselves is the story starts with how someone else started it or how someone else did something. And I, um, I'm not a huge fan of that because I think we're all responsible for our own behavior. And me, just like anyone else, I would love to blame other people for the way that I act if it's not great. And it's it's pretty um, normal. It's, you know, it's human nature to be like, well, they did this and you know that was so rude and so disrespectful. It's normal to want to put fault on someone else. But always, always at the end of that, we have to stop and think, of our own behavior, our own actions, and ask ourselves, but could I have handled it differently? And the answer is usually yes, right? And and again, hindsight's 20-20. It's always easier to look back and think of a better way that you could have handled the situation. But it's also really important to be self-aware and have a conversation like this so that you can make a decision moving forward that you're going to make an effort 
to have more self-control and to be more in control of your own choices, your own behavior, your own words. So going back to the idea that you get to pick between being classy and being trashy, the reason I'm saying that is because if I behave in a way, if you're ugly to me, you say something rude to me, and I react in a similar way and I'm ugly back to you. Well, that's going to make me pretty trashy. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter how trashy your behavior is towards me. I have a choice about if I want to stoop to that same level and be just as trashy as you are if you say something mean to me. Or do I want to always be better than that and rise above that and be classy in my response? And I love, love thinking of it that way because to me, that gives me that feeling of empowerment that, you know what, I don't have to act the way you act. I don't have to respond in a way that matches how you respond. Just because you're rude doesn't mean I have to be rude. Now that's hard because in, in a lot of situations, that means you have to put your pride aside. So if you're rude to me, then yeah, my you know nature, my um, kind of uh, natural instinct is going to be to defend myself and to somehow make you feel bad about what you said because you were rude to me and that bothered me or hurt my feelings or whatever. But in most situations, we can look at that and recognize it doesn't do any good. It feels good in the moment and it gives us power in the moment of, you know, I, I was, I, you know, I brought my anger bigger than yours was and I said something, something to hurt you because you hurt me. So it's a, it's maybe kind of, um, I don't know, it feels good in the moment, but really afterwards it leaves you feeling yucky. Either you have guilt or regret, or you've just presented yourself to someone else in a way that it gives them an impression of you as not really a kind person. And again, it doesn't matter what they did first. If you stoop down to a trashy level, that's you. That's your choice, but that will reflect on you. You may not be a trashy person. You might actually be a pretty classy and respectful person, but actions are very, very important for us to focus on. If you behave in a way that is trashy, then that is just, it just, it's going to reflect on you. Someone is going to see it. Someone's going to hear about it. And then that will be a story that is told about you. And as someone that does not like having stories like that about myself, I am very, very conscious of how I treat people and how I behave. Partially because I don't want to be treated uh, or viewed like that, but also in a lot of ways, um, I I would cry if someone was mean to me. I'm very sensitive. So I'm not going to treat people in an ugly way because I wouldn't want to be treated like that. But regardless of how sensitive or insensitive you are, it's very, very important to be mindful of appearance. And I know people will say, like, who cares what other people think? Well, I kind of want you to. It's important. You live in a society that has values. Your values may be different from other people's values, but at the end of the day, we all should value self-respect and respect of others. I think that's pretty foundational to a society functioning well and people getting along well. So if you are going to try to, to live up to that value and that expectation of respect, then you need to control yourself. Everyone's responsible for themselves. And, you know, when I've had conversations with people about boundaries, which we've talked about, I've talked to you about that, a lot of the times people get stuck on that idea of, well, I set my boundary and I, I told them I didn't want to communicate with them about this thing anymore, but they just keep coming to me and keep trying to talk to me about it. So, of course, I'm going to get in an argument about it. 
or you know that's just an example well that's flawed because the point of a boundary and the point of kind of holding your ground is doesn't matter what the other person does you're setting this making this decision for yourself because you're sick of being caught in this kind of cycle or you're sick of being pulled to a point where you behave in a way that you're not proud of so the expectation is that other people if they're by nature not very nice or they kind of have an issue with you they are the expectation is they are going to say or do things that's going to bother you it's just how it goes you are responsible for whether or not you engage you are responsible for whether or not you let that bother you and you behave based on that feeling so now you're allowed to be upset but you don't have to behave in a way that shows you're upset you can be upset and you can walk away or you can find a different way to resolve the situation. But if you get upset and you yell or cuss or really say something hurtful or behave in a way that's hurtful, you know, physically aggressive or whatever, then that's that's a, a, a kind of a, I don't know, it's a, it's a mistake on your part. You cannot let someone else's treatment of you be the reason that you behave a certain way. And I am going to, I mean, I'm, I can't tell you how strongly I believe in this because it is such a problem in relationships. And I mean, I see this when I'm working with couples. I see this when I'm working with parents and kids. I see this when I'm working with, you know, uh, adult parents and their adult uh, or adult uh, kids and their parents um, work situations. It's so easy to get caught up in this idea that, well, this person said or did this thing to me. And they won't leave me alone. And I'm so sick of arguing and fighting with them or whatever. Well, I'm going to look at you and say, but what are you doing differently? Why are you still letting these people bother you? Why are you letting this get under your skin and upset you to the point where you are then acting in a way that really reflects badly on you? It makes you look awful. And I want you to care about how you appear. I want you to care about how people perceive you because that goes back to that whole identity thing, right? So if you have a, a hope of being a certain kind of person, then wanting it is not enough. You have to live it. You have to act it. You have to walk every day in those decisions to be a certain person. There are people who you know, preach about kindness and charity and you know, just treating people with respect. And then they're the first people to yell and scream at their kids or to cuss out their spouse or yell at their spouse. Like, it's just so, it's so disrespectful to other people. And you, at the end of the day, you're the one that looks bad. And I mean, I teach this to kids. When I'm working with children who, let's say they have, you know, they have an annoying little sibling. Well, the first step is ignore it. Learn to ignore it because if they're, you know, poking you or doing the thing that annoys you and then you get mad and you yell at them, then they win. They're getting exactly what they want. They are Their goal is to annoy you. And you have now shown that they have succeeded in annoying you. So now you've given them exactly what they wanted all along. And people will tell me like, well, no, because I, you know, I hit them and made them cry. You know, kids will say that. Or in an adult situation, they're like, well, you know, I said the thing that made them shut up and they didn't have anything else to say after that. Okay, but did that solve the problem? No, you just extended a cycle. Just 
just going to happen again and again and again. So every time you have this interaction with this person again, you're just going to have to get louder and meaner for them to stop. Or alternatively, you ignore it. So if someone is being disrespectful to you, if a kid is annoying you and you're that older sibling, if you ignore it, then they don't win. If their goal is to annoy you or to bother you or press your buttons and you don't allow that to work, you walk away, you ignore it, you pretend like they don't exist or you just you know, rise above it somehow, then their goal is not met. And yeah, chances are they're going to try harder and they're going to dial it up a little bit and try to get your attention even more. But if you stay strong and you stand your ground, they will eventually realize they are ridiculous. They are the only ones engaging in a conflict it's a one-sided situation and then eventually it's it ends right and that's pretty often how it goes if you've ever had a toddler and you give in when they throw a fit and they're throwing themselves on the floor then they're just going to keep yelling and screaming if you ignore it and walk away it might get worse first but eventually they stop and they realize you're not paying attention you don't care that they're throwing a fit and then everyone gets to move on. And then if you continue to do that and you stick to it and you stick to it and you stick to it, then you kind of, you change the dynamic. But if you ignore, you know, five times in a row and then that sixth time you give in, well, you've re reset the entire process. This applies so heavily with adults because adults are just grown children. Like so many adults are very immature and they're very childlike in their behavior and their thinking and they still aim to annoy or to cause a problem on purpose. So you have to have the sense and the good judgment. We talked about judgment in our last session, but you have to have that judgment and that sense to recognize that this situation does not improve when you stoop down to a level of trashy behavior and you react in a childish and immature way. So if you have any kind of dynamic in your life, any kind of interaction with another person where you find yourself getting pulled into the cycle where you say things and behave in a way that you are not proud of or you just feel really um, doesn't communicate to people who you are. It's just this bad side of you. It's this ugly side of you that comes out in the worst of situations. Then, then you need to be the one thinking about this. You need to stop and consider what you're going to do differently. And so for some people, they can just be aware of it and start making changes. But for most of us, we have to plan ahead. So if you know you're going to interact with that person again, which you probably will, then you need to ask yourself, okay, what are some of the things that they say or do that really bother me? So now what would I want to say differently? So in the last situation we had where they said this thing to me and I yelled at them or I said something really you know, nasty back, what would I have loved to say instead that would, you know, have where I could have handled it in a way where I came across more controlled and more empowered and just strong instead of crazy or really, really out of control? Whatever that is that come, you come up with that you wish you could have said or done, you need to practice in your head. Just imagine yourself saying it over and over and over. Practice it like you would practice any sport or any um, skill, anything. Practice it in your head over and over. Even if you have to look in the mirror and see yourself saying it. Practice the body language. Practice the facial expressions, the tone, all of it. How would you sound if you were more controlled and you were more classy? And if you can practice that, 
with as many situations as you can remember and just go through in your head, then the next time you're in a situation like that, now you've created this little bit of muscle memory in your head and you can kind of, you more easily can pull that up and say it. It's not going to be perfect, but nothing ever is. If you go to, you know, five practices for a you know, basketball practice and you go play your first game, you're probably still going to be a little rough. Like you may not be great at it, but the more you practice, the better you will do. And this is something we never stop practicing. We will always be responsible for our actions. We will always be responsible for our behavior. No one is ever going to be to blame for the way that we speak or the way that we behave. I don't care who is talking to you and yelling at you and cussing at you. They are never at fault for what you do ever. So you got to care about this. This is you. This is your ref- the reflection of you. This is your personality, your identity, how you wish to be perceived. Because we probably all know someone that we're like, oh gosh, they're just, you know, when they're mad, they're just so rude. Or when they are, you know, backed into, cor- into a corner, they just are, you know, so difficult to be around because they're so defensive or they can never be wrong or they think they know it all. We all know people like that. Don't be that person because I guarantee if you act in a way that's really trashy like that, people are going to be talking about that. You won't know about it. Maybe someone will have the guts to say it to your face, but more than likely they're talking about you behind your back because that's not a good quality. It's never a good quality to be the person that loses control of themselves and yells and cusses and is just very belligerent. No one wants to be around that person. So I hope this challenges you. I am calling you out. If you feel called out, it's because you probably needed to be called out. If you don't do this, you're probably like, I don't know, I have no idea what this lady's talking about, and that's fine. And you just, you know, spent 20 minutes listening to my voice. But if you feel called out, if there's that kind of piece inside of you that's like, oh, I could work on that a little bit more, then please do. This is for your own benefit. This is for you to improve the quality of your life have less regret about your behavior, have more control and empowerment over yourself. And I'm all about that. So I'll wrap it up here. I hope this gives you something good to think about and I'll see you next time. Bye.